I did the majority of my growing up in the suburbs of Boston in a little town called Walpole, with a non-existent father and an overbearing mother. All the stories I could tell you about her. But I have no desire to write a Psychology 101 book. We had lived in Boston proper for the first fourteen years of my life, and then my mother decided that the house I had grown up in was too big. The dice had been rolled. My parents had made the most fateful decision regarding this story. We moved out of Boston and its bad schools, and into the past. At least that's what it felt like to me. Here we were in downtown Boston, where everything and everybody was going a mile a minute to Walpole, Massachusetts, a town right out of a Norman Rockwell painting. They even had soda fountain shops. I was going friggin' nuts. The boys around here like to do things like go fishing or hiking at some place called Indian Hill. Gee, did they go to picture shows on Saturday nights, too? Golly gee willikers, Mom, the ice cream man's coming. Can I have a nickel? Did you wash behind your ears? I thought I was in Leave it to Beaver, only this was more Twilight Zone-ish because I wasn't watching it. I was now part of it. That first summer was the toughest in my young life. None of the kids I semi-hung around with wanted to do anything that I thought was pretty cool, like throwing rocks at the passing trains or stealing liquor out of Mommy and Daddy's liquor cabinet or pilfering playboys from the local variety store. They wanted to fish and paint fences and suck cow teats. It was hell. The upcoming school year did little to improve my mood. Great, I thought to myself. Now I get to be exposed to the whole damn crazy village as opposed to just a few of the village idiots. My mother couldn't figure out why I wasn't out with the other boys enjoying the fresh air. And do what, Ma? Plant flowers? So the summer pretty much came and went without too much fanfare. I had a couple of people you might call friends, but I wasn't sure if I'd even get wet if they were drowning, if you catch my meaning. September came, and I trudged myself to school. My mom had offered a ride, but I was having a hard enough time adjusting without my mother dropping me off in her beat-up station wagon. I had slumbered through the first five periods of my first day of junior high, only perking up enough to check out a couple of the finer things. I mean girls. Eating lunch alone was a blast. That would be sarcasm. My semi-buds had the next lunch bell. Oh, man, this school year was going to be as painful as the summer. And then came algebra. I didn't think much of it. What teen does? I sat as far from the front as I could, which luckily, with all these Johnnies and Beckys, wasn't a tough seat to get. Last row, far left. The teacher had turned to write her name on the wall. I was just getting ready to write her name down when, splat, a huge spitball landed right next to her face. She had spit juice all over her face in the front of her blouse. Whoever had been working on that beauty must have started two periods ago. That sucker looked to be two whole sheets of paper. Of course, she immediately looked at me, as did the rest of the class. Mr. Talbot, I need you to go to the principal's office, one exasperated teacher named Mrs. Weinstetter said. I didn't do anything, I pleaded. I sure didn't need my mom picking me up on the first day of school. Come, come, Mr. Talbot, 
We all know you're the new boy here, and I've never had this problem before. She now had her arms crossed, and her left foot was tapping on the ground. Mrs. Weinstetter, I didn't do it! Her foot was going faster. Any faster, I figured, and she was going to take off. Young man, you march down to the principal's office right now, or I'll drag you there by the ear. That got a snicker out of the class. Mrs. Weinstetter, check my notebook. I don't even have any pages ripped out of it. She started to head towards me. At a svelte 250 pounds, I had no doubt that she would make good on her threat. I grabbed all of my stuff and headed toward the door. The other students were almost choking. They were so intent on holding in their laughter. I was so pissed I must have turned four shades of red. That's right, class. We don't need his type in here now, do we? I heard her say scornfully.